You're listening to the Theosis Podcast, restoring ancient Christian practices in the modern Western world. The Tools for Doing Good In the first place, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, then your neighbor as yourself. Then, to not kill, to not commit adultery, to not steal, to not desire to possess something that you do not have, to not give false testimony, to honor all men, and to not do to another what you would not have done to yourself, and to turn away from yourself in order to follow Christ. To keep your body in check, not seeking after pleasures, to love fasting, to restore the poor to good condition, to clothe the naked, to visit the sick, to bury the dead, to help those in trouble, to console the sorrowing, to keep yourself a stranger to the ways of this passing age, and to prefer nothing to the love of Christ. To not give way to wrath, to not hold a grudge, to not hold deceit in your heart, to not make a false peace, nor to neglect charity. To not make an oath, lest you commit perjury, but to speak the truth with both heart and tongue. To not return evil for evil, to do no harm, but even to bear patiently any harm done to you. To love your enemies, to not curse those who curse you, but rather to bless them and to bear persecution for the sake of Christ. To not be proud, nor an alcoholic, nor an overeater. To not be sleepy, not be lazy. To not be a grumbler, nor to be a detractor. To put your trust in God, to attribute to God, rather than to yourself, the good you see in yourself. But to recognize that any evil in you is your own doing, and take responsibility for it. To hold in fear and awe the day of judgment, to dread Gehenna, to desire eternal life with all the longing of your spirit, to keep death daily before your eyes, to keep watch at all times over the actions of your life, to know for certain that God gazes upon you in every place, to dash at once against the rock of Christ the evil thoughts that come into your heart and to disclose them to your spiritual adviser to keep your tongue from wicked and perverse speech, to not love a lot of speaking, to not utter empty words or those fit for laughter, nor to love excessive or boisterous laughter, to listen eagerly to the holy readings, to lean frequently on prayer, to confess your past sins with sighs and tears daily to God in prayer and to correct them for the future, to not carry out the desires of the flesh and to be averse to your own whims, to obey the orders of the abbot in all things, even though he himself might act otherwise, mindful of the Lord's admonition, what they say do ye, but what they do do ye not. To not desire to be called holy before you really are, but to actually be holy first, so that you can truly be called holy. To fulfill the commandments of God in your daily action, to love chastity, to hate no one, to not have jealousy, to not exercise envy, to not love contention, and to flee from flattery, to honor your elders, to love your juniors, to pray for your enemies in the love of Christ, to make peace with someone whom you've quarreled with before the setting of the sun, and to never despair of the mercy of God. Behold, these are the tools of the craft of the Spirit which, if they have been applied unceasingly day and night, and are resubmitted to the Master on Judgment Day, will merit for us from the Lord the reward He promised, 
which eye has not seen, nor the ear heard, what God has prepared for those who love him. So in this section, St. Benedict of Nursia gives us what is effectively amounts to a list, a catalog of what he calls the tools for doing good work, or the tools for doing good. Uh, another way to phrase that, or frame that, would be the tools for living well. And one of the most striking things about it is that we, we might see that uh, almost all of these tools are framed in the negative. That is, they follow the via negativa. Is easily 90% of what Benedict lists in terms of the tools for doing good are not so much extra things we ought to do, so much as things we ought to not do. And this is, this is a, key psycholog- there's a key psychological insight to be gained from this, that is, it is far, far easier and more effective to remove things from our lives, to remove certain things from our lives, than it is to add something new or add something else. So far more effective to follow via negativa, especially when it comes to um, developing virtues, developing character to remove things from our lives. We will live much much better and much and lives that are much more free from anxiety, much less anxiety in our lives to remove things, to radically simplify things. And here we see that it's not so much the things that we do that get rewarded by God, that somehow we earn grace, but rather we remove those things that keep us from God, we remove the things that separate us from Him, those Things, distractions, behaviors, attitudes, and dispositions that we might otherwise have that chain us to this passing age. Remove these other things so that God is free to work. and We can be open to the workings of grace and the transformation that the Holy Spirit can effect in us to become divine, to become deified by God's love, by His sanctifying grace to orient us towards theosis. So what we can see from this is to remove certain things from our lives, to avoid certain behaviors. And you can see this in what uh, some people have called, what Nassim Taleb has sort of coined the phrase as the silver rule, as distinct from the golden rule. If the golden rule is to do unto others as you would have them do unto you, what Benedict says here is a more practicable insight, and perhaps a, a, it's, it's actually a more robust principle to follow, which is, name, is, is namely to not do to others what you would not have them do to you. So what you wouldn't want other people to do to you, you should not do to others. That would be first and foremost, right? So to turn away from evil and then to turn to good, to do good, to pull that principle from the very beginning of what we've been reading from St. Benedict of Nursia, that you see this principle turned on its head as, first of all, remove what doesn't belong, and then we can talk about the positive things to do. And he puts this all in terms of a set of tools, a catalog of tools that we can utilize if we, have, if we sort of imaginatively or metaphorically think about life as a workshop, or the space where we live and work and move and have our being as a workshop. And we employ these tools to craft our lives, to craft our lives, and to carve away that which doesn't belong, so that the divine sculptor, God, the maker of all, can transform us into his divinity.